I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hello, everybody. Uh, This week, Brian, Taylor, and Lauren are uh, taking a little vacay from the podcast. So we're going to do something a bit different for our Feel Good Friday. Um, Instead of bringing you an episode that was catered specifically for this particular Friday, we're going to replay... Um, a an exclusive Patreon stream that we held about a month ago. Um, we sat down uh, for a live stream with uh, a handful of our patrons and our old friend, Dylan, uh, who you may remember has been on the show before. We had Dylan on in March of uh, 2021, I believe. And uh, Dylan became a good pal of ours. Um, he had lymphoma. Uh, and it came back three times in a row. And uh, we we invited Dylan to come on to our live stream to kind of catch us up with how things have been since and just have a really fun time. Um, it's very similar to our, our Feel Good Friday episodes because we, we kind of have a, a what the health segment and we talk about some wild shit in the news. But uh, we also spend some time catching up with Dylan and and hearing all about his uh, his trials and tribulations when it comes to uh, going through stem cell transplant yet again, and this time with his old man. So um, I also know that Dylan's health uh, is is slipping a little bit right now. Um, and so Dylan, if you are listening to this, um, which I'm sure you are, just know that we love you, buddy. We're so glad to know you. And uh, we're really excited that all of our listeners get to tune in to this uh, Patreon-exclusive uh, live recording that uh, we are so happy to bring to you. So enjoy it, and um, and hopefully Taylor, Brian, and Lauren enjoy their little vacation, and we will see you all next week. All right, have a good weekend. Love y'all. Bye. Back in studio. What the fuck is going on, sweet potatoes? I'm here on the chat. I can see we got people hanging out in bed, like Rosman, Randy, in bed. Get out of bed. It's fucking. It's the middle of the day. Wherever you are. Although you know what, stay in bed if you want. I saw saw Darren in the chat. Darren's here. Yeah, calling in from Toronto. What up, D? Yo, Darren. Hey, hey, big D. And actually, this goes out to everybody else who's in Toronto right now. I'm gonna be in town. Uh, for a wedding on August 13th and I'll be there for about 10 days and I would love to just I would love to have a park hang with anybody so uh, huh. so shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can we'll, we'll set something Dude, up if you're in Toronto what happens in Trinity Bellwoods stays in, in Trinity, Trinity Bellwoods, Bellwoods. gonna fuck a dog say. behind a fucking tree Woo-hoo. what's up
Um, yeah, so very excited to be here uh, this evening, mostly because we're in studio and it feels good. Oh, it feels so good. But even yes. more so excited because tonight we are joined by who I'm pretty sure became our very best friend the day we <laughs> recorded with him. Please put your hands together like wherever the fuck you are so we can hear it through the screens. Our friend Dylan. What's up, buddy? What up, guys? Look at this YouTube setup you got going on, dude. <laughs> you do you want to do karate so in the garage? <laughs> <laughs> I look, fucking love great. it, dude. Yeah, it's nice. I was telling Taylor I got like a kind of DIY light setup going on. It's good. Hey, it it's looks very, good, yeah, yeah, it looks very good. Very profesh. Pro- very, very profesh. Very profesh. That was the goal. Is it, what's, your, what's, your mo- what's your medium, your mode? Is it, is, are you a Twitch guy or a YouTube guy? Mm, mostly I have this for talks that I do for CCS or for like different events, but, uh, I probably spend more time on YouTube, yeah. but I like both. Sweet. Yeah. For, like for people, for people who, who don't know or may, may not have listened to <laughs> our, our uh, previous episode with you. Um, you just mentioned CCS there. What yeah. is, uh, who are you, who is Dylan? Why is yeah, he our yeah. new best friend? And well, what yeah. is who's the man behind I guess, gray lighting? Yeah, I guess Dylan. Why, why, let's let's give the the mic to you to kind of lay out because uh, maybe maybe one of our patrons, maybe we have a new patron that's uh, checking out the stream uh, or tuning in later as they can, and uh, they didn't listen to your episode or or they haven't come across it yet. Uh, give us a little rundown of um, what we talked about in the first time that we we met, which was actually earlier this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I came on for uh, to talk about lymphoma, um, which is a type of blood cancer that I have. And I, I've said this, you guys have had a couple people who've had lymphoma on, but uh, this was my third time being diagnosed with it. So really? I've uh, been around the block. I started I, My first diagnosis was in 2017 when I was in university. And then uh, I relapsed again in February and had a stem cell transplant. And then uh, I relapsed again in October and I Last time I came on, I was uh, just about to head into my second transplant, and now uh, now it's over with, and we're on the other side. So, so feeling you, good. So you went th- the last time we talked to you. You were just about to go through with it. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, again, yeah. I was just, just finishing up my chemo and yeah. kind of getting everything set. It was like right in the mid- it was like kind of like a honeymoon phase where I didn't have chemo and I hadn't started the transplant yet. So I was kind of just hanging out, playing Warzone with you guys. Yeah, right. Yeah. Kind of dicking off for the whole month. And it, of again, March. It, it remind me, it was it, it technically it was um, uh, a stem cell transplant that you had, right? Yeah. So the first one I had was using my own stem cells. So they extracted the stem cells through my blood and then um, brought my immune system down to zero and then kind of kick kickstarted it again with my own cells. But uh, this time it was because obviously that didn't work. Um, they had to use my dad's stem cells. They look for, for donors and out of everyone in my family, uh, my dad was a match. So uh, he donated his stem cells and then uh, they brought me down to zero again with a different process, but still similar and uh, re-injected me with those. And now I'm in recovery for that. What's a, what's a stem cell? What's a, what does that feel like? Is it, is it, is it like getting like, injected with them or is it like, is it like gets, giving it gets or, you rock hard, dude? It's like, fucking, <laughs> it's like boner central. Actually, right, Dylan? Like, you know how Viagra was used to like cure heart attacks first mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Kind of we we know. Right. Yeah. Like stem cell, they're like, Hey, like you want some cells that are going to do some like sweet shit, but also get you super hard. It's a, it's a nice side effect. Like I, I, the reason that I asked that is because I, I feel like I, I was thinking about, um, 
I, I was thinking about bone marrow. You're gonna say mm. I was thinking about this boner marrow. Of Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about boner marrow. <laughs> and, I was thinking about this episode of uh, Joe Rogan uh, where he's doing stem cell episode transplants on Rogan. <laughs> and uh, and uh, I was I was thinking about bone marrow, and I know bone marrow is like really is uh, bone getting uh, donating bone marrow is really painful. So I was wondering if it, if it's painful well, or, if it, or if it's kind of like giving or taking blood. Yeah, well, I mean, Dylan, I know you explained this the, on the last time you were on, like the whole process of stem cell transplant, but. Um, uh, I forget. So uh, it would be it would be great if you could uh, kind of walk. Really, us I didn't through. do a very good job. And, and also, because <laughs> was it your old man that that donated the la- the last time? Or yeah, was- I, I donated to myself the first time, and then this time my dad did it. it so it's um, right. So the most recent time it was your dad, but the first time it was you. Yeah, to yourself, yeah, yeah. Which, so which we've that both blew my, been in that situation, which is that cool. blew my mind. Is that pretty cool to like be able to pat yourself on the back for helping yourself out? You know, like, it's nice to it's nice to get good. the first one like yourself, and then and then uh, once that doesn't work out, you can kind of rely <laughs> on other people. So, what does it look like? Can you run us through the process of a stem cell transplant with uh, like what it was like with doing it with your your old man? That's a big it, it's, needle in your. Bone. It's similar to bone marrow in the, in in the sense that stem cells are produced in the bone marrow. So that's oh. like when when you're given the medication to overproduce stem cells, so you can donate them. Uh, a lot of the times, a lot of symptoms are like bone pain or, or spine pain because that's where a lot of the stem cells are produced. But uh, it, it's like giving blood. And, and I said last time, like they have to draw out so much blood and then they spin it in a machine to separate the stem cells from the blood. And then they pump it back into your into your body. And they do that about like three times worth of your own body's blood. Jeez. And it's like a, it's like a long, it's like an 11 hour process, I think, which is, Whoa. what was it That's like crazy. for your, what was it like for your dad? Like, was he, was that, I mean, it was, it was great. I think it was nice for him to be able to like, kind of experience it a little bit or like, cause I, it's, I'm only able to convey so much. And honestly, sometimes I don't do a great job of like conveying the experience. So, um, I think it was interesting for him to like go in and see what it's all about. And yeah. he took it like a champ, obviously. And it's, it's, it's not a, it's not like a crazy invasive or like lengthy procedure. Like you take some, some uh, drugs to stimulate your immune system to produce stem cells. And then you go in and it's basically like you're just giving blood. Okay. I see. I would imagine that that is a pretty, that that is a pretty fucking, that that makes your dad feel pretty fucking good because, pretty hard because like dad pretty hard yeah <laughs> well you think about yeah he got hard i mean he mode. got he got really hard during the during yeah. the, the transplant nothing like a good dad boner <laughs> nothing like a good dad boner but you know wait, wait, when you're when you if you've got if you've got a, a a kid who's who's sick and i mean i imagine that a lot of parents yeah, yeah. With, with sick kids feel fucking helpless mm. and like mm-hmm. they, they can't do anything and like all they can do is you know, watch medical teams, you know, do whatever they do to, to, you know, treat you and, and care for you. And then, but to be able to like step in and actually, and feel like, you know, he can, he can be a part of the process. Um, it's in, so funny yeah. because way it's, it's so funny because like, <laughs> like we've, we've gone through experiences in our lives where really like, hard. where like something happens to us and all of a sudden now forever, we just make references to that experience because like, that's all we have to draw on. Mm. And now that I have a dog, when you said that, when you were like, I, you know, when you have a kid and it's so helpless and I was like, yeah, like when I have my dog and it's like, about to spit up and like, the, like I want to help it. Like the dog I've had about for to five spit, days. It's about to spit up. And I'm like, oh, I just wish I could get in your body would and you give spit your, up for you. Would you give your dog a, uh, would you give your dog a stem cell transplant? Fuck yeah, dude. Would you? Dude, I, 
No, I can picture I can picture Brian talking to like the parent of a of a cancer patient and then being like, "Yeah, I donated my stem cells to my kid." And Brian's like, "You know what? Actually, I just got a puppy, so I know exactly what." Did the same did the same thing for my golden retriever. I remember coming. I don't think you do. I remember coming home with Loki and and being like, and and you know, I was twenty five at the time, I think, and I I never understood the whole like parent. I'd do anything for my kid. I mean, I got it conceptually, but I didn't like get it. You've never wise. been there. Yeah. Didn't, didn't get it feeling wise. And then when I got home with Loki, I stepped into my house for the first time and I put him down. And I was like, holy fuck, dude, this is the first day of the rest of your life that I have to fucking mm. take care of you and do everything for you. I was like, I will fucking murder somebody. For yeah. You. D- Dylan, did you, did, did you, um, did like, did you and your dad have any, have any like, um, conversations about the process, like you know, are, like uh, what's your family like? Like, is your family a pr- like? Uh, do you guys communicate a lot? Like, do you guys talk a lot openly about the shit that you're going through? Like, I feel like yeah. if, if I was going to be in that c- scenario with my dad, that it would it would probably naturally lead to a bit of like a heart to heart that we may mm-hmm. never have had before. Like, did you did you find yourself in a situation where there was moments of communication that you had with your father leading up to during or after that you had never really had before? Yeah, that's a good question. I think, um, I don't know. It's, it's tough because we've been doing this for so long, right. As kind of, as kind of a unit. So we've had a lot of those kind of as tough of a conversation as you can have really in this situation. So at this point it was kind of like, let's just do it. But I think what helped and also we've been, I mean, outside of COVID, I think like when we're not all trapped in a house together for like a year and a half, I think probably this goes a little different, but, uh, like for this time we're like, let's do it. And I think, like you said, it was really, it was really nice for him to be able to kind of get in the process a little bit, Mm. even like all my family members being tested. Like we all went to the hospital together and they were talking to me about like giving blood at like the place where I give blood, you know, to get blood taken you know, once, twice, three times a week. So that was kind of a nice little bonding experience. But mm-hmm. um, like I said, we've been talking about it for so long now that um, a lot of a lot of that stuff is just open. And my dad's also not the type of guy to be like putting on a tough front or, you yeah. know, like we are very, very like he's very affectionate, very <clears throat> open, loves to talk about stuff. So mm-hmm. um, it was kind of, it was kind of just another layer of like getting getting to involve him in the process yeah, a little bit. That's right. Yeah. And when, when, when you guys all went to the hospital to see if, if which family member might or might not be a match, um, how likely was it for one of your family members to be a match? Like, because my, my sort of like reference for looking for a match when you need a donor for something is uh, with kidneys and I know that it's like fairly rare. Like we spoke to Adrian and Devin the McLean. Kidney match is rare. Um, the, I don't know if it's the the actual because uh, you donate like a piece of your kidney, right? They like yeah, and it grows. Direction, right. Then it grows. No, that's and, a liver, isn't it? Or liver definitely grows back. Liver, li- right? Yeah, liver. Well, hey, I mean, saying. we've got some people in the stream here. If you know uh, and you've been listening to the podcast, because we don't. Fuck yeah, it was Adrian. Anything. It was Devin's, leave it. Leave Devin's a comment. Liver. Leave a Devin's comment. Liver. Say something in the comments and, uh, there. Let us know. And but but his girlfriend was a match, but it was apparently really rare for that to be right to to be right. the case. So right. um, with your family, like is is it like blood type or is it? No, me. So what's funny about the blood type is me and my dad have different blood types. But now that 
now I'm his blood type. So my blood type oh, changed. Whoa. That's cool. What? Yeah. Yeah, it like, totally changes your blood type like forever? Yeah, it's like different blood, right? So I have two sets. If someone took a swab of my cheek, they would get my DNA. But if they took a vial of my blood, they would get a different type of DNA. Wow. Whoa. That's super so it would come back as a match to my dad, Dude, but my, this is anything great, else in, in my body would be me. This is a great crime, like crime, whodunit <laughs> kind of. Well, I mean, uh, I would be implicating my dad, so. Right, I mean, but I mean, but maybe you and your dad have like, there's like something you, that you never buried the hatchet on and like you, you have, you have like, there's something or something lurking under yeah. the surface that you really wanted to pin on him. I mean, I'm, I feel like it's a, I feel like it's a, it's Oscar, perfect in that situation. Uh, uh, just, just go, just go to the chat here. We've got a bunch of smart asses in there. Uh, it's liver that grows. Said Sadie, uh, Melanie, of course, Melanie knows her shit said liver can grow back. Darren said it's full kidney, partial liver. Uh, and so he said, definitely not liver, LOL. Also might mean he and his girlfriend are definitely are distantly related. If the, if the kid, but that's not, that's not, dope. that's okay. uh, that was somebody okay. else. Guys, guys, where's Louise guys, at? Where at you at least, Louise? At, hey, listen, I'm not the smart, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I know that I know guys, this, but at least I remembered dude. kind of, and you're like, really like good half at half of the story. Really good at speculating. Like, <laughs> really you'd be a great speculator. politician, hey, Brian. I'm good, good with names. I'm good with names. Do you guys remember, <laughs> uh, uh, speaking about what we were just talking about there, there was, there was that w- woman, uh, Lydia Fairchild. Um, great name. She was the woman who had her DNA didn't match the DNA of her kids. And so she almost lost her kids because of it. Whoa. Do you remember uh, that? Yeah, no, yeah. Crazy. Did we talk about it on the show? Um, we might have talked about it on the show. It's, it's called Chimerism. Uh, the case of Lydia Fairchild. I get a, a chimerism test every few chimerism, months. Chimerism. Okay. Uh, yeah. in, in 2002, after applying for government assistance in the state of Washington, Lydia Fairchild was told that her two children were not a genetic match with her and that therefore, biologically, she could not be their mother. Uh, researchers <laughs> later determined that the genetic mismatch <laughs> was due to chimerism, a condition where two genetically distant cell lines are present in one body. The state accused Fairchild of fraud and filed a lawsuit against her. Following evidence from another case of chimerism documented in the New England Journal of Medicine in, uh, in a woman named Karen Keegan, Fairchild was able to secure legal counsel and establish evidence of her biological maternity. Man, imagine how much of a mindfuck that would be if the police were, co- like the Child Protective Services were coming to you and were like, no, these are not your kids. And you're like, yeah, no, I literally well, watched them come out of my vagina. Of well, Do you think he, that there's like a shutter Island moment where she's like, definitely. Yes. Oh my definitely. God. No, no. Oh, so, so as apparently what happened was when Man, this, when this first thing. came to be Fairchild went to the, went to the hospital that her kids were born in and was like, yo, did you guys fucking accidentally give me, the Whoa. wrong ch- children. Oh yeah, and they were Holy like, shit. "No, man, like uh, most certainly we we we, we definitely almost didn't. never do that. Like that's that's <laughs> only happened once. <laughs> man, that would be such a mind fuck. Yeah, is that be. fucking crazy? Because you probably think for a second there'd probably be a moment where you're like, "Am I? Am yeah, I? Yeah, your whole re- am like, I out of my mind? Have I been out of my mind? My whole your life? perception of reality would be like, did I steal these? Grounds. Did I steal these children? And yeah, I don't yeah. remember it." Yeah, that's like a movie script waiting to happen. Honestly, oh yeah, I definitely. guess it's fairly common for for people with tonight. for people with ADHD to not remember all like large portions of their childhood. Just like not like like they remember pieces, but only very specific moments. Like like even things as far as like six or seven years back are like fairly hazy. Yeah, and 
like I, I sort of, guys, I know I've been saying forever that I, I'm like a hundred percent confident that I have ADHD. I certainly identify with that. And Taylor, you know, what's funny Taylor, is you only started saying that after you got on TikTok, Taylor, right? Taylor and, and specifically no, after you started watching I, ADHD I, TikToks, I, I did. I did. Only because I've been to the ho- the doctor, to my GP, and was like, I have ADHD. I did the test with the nurse. She said I had it, and he was like, what? You want medication? And I was like, well, I want s- some help. Help me. Did he, he say it like that? Was he like, what, he, bitch? He was like, you want medication? <laughs> yeah, he, no, he was like, he was basically like. Man up. I'm, he was like, I'm not going to refer you to this this clinic. Because I'd actually, I had a friend who had um, two kids with ADHD. Um, and she recommended a clinic that I go to. Mm. And I said, can I get a referral to this clinic? And he said, they just push pills there. I don't want you going there because you don't need pills. And I was like, uh, would they help? Would they help me? And with the pills so, but like the yeah. conversation basically ended there. And it wasn't until I went on TikTok again and I was like, oh, I feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> like I, and, now, do you think and, you need pills now? Uh, I think it, I honestly think that they could help, but I think before that I would like to try, um, seeing a Cocaine? psychologist that specializes oh, in ADHD right. and can give me a set of coping mechanisms because yeah. it's specifically really hard for me being at home, working from home on my own. You're Dylan. We don't need like you anymore. So you so you don't, um, uh, anyway, sorry, Brian, go on, go on, Brian. Continue. Uh, guys, it's so funny going. that we do a podcast where we're like, it's all about the patient experience and we want to validate and you need to advocate Except for, for yourself. And then as soon as I start doing <laughs> we're like, it, we're shut like, the fuck shut up. I'm not heaven, man. Your life is fine. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, we're, we're the exception. We're, we do, we, we're not a part yeah. of that. That's why I we like do. TikTok, guys. I feel seen there. Brian feels very friend. seen right yeah. now. How did we get there? Were we talking uh, about I was talking, DNA? Oh, I was talking we're, about, we were talking about uh, Fairchild. Um, we're getting large uh, swaths of your childhood. But we do have a question coming from Sadie. What's Brian's llama's name? Oh, uh, it's not my llama. It's Rupert's llama. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. Uh, it is Rupert's llama. So uh, I can't name it. So it's yeah, yeah, it's got to be. It's it's named. <laughs> and uh, my bike is called the Green. Hornet. No one fucking asked <laughs> oh, you, butt dart. God damn it. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Dylan. I'm uh, I'm curious to know. So you've gone through stem cell transplant twice now, right? Because the because the the first. The first, when you first found out you had cancer, mm-hmm. you just went through the the standard kind of like chemo treatment, right? Yeah, chemo radiation. Yeah. Chemo radiation. Then the second time around, the second diagnosis, or the second, uh, I guess, recurrence, mm-hmm. they were like, let's do stem cell. Yeah. And then the third recurrence. First recurrence. Or sorry, yeah. First recurrence, second recurrence, third time with cancer. <laughs> uh, they, they were like... They, which would be the third time, third time with the cancer. Second arising. recurrence, third cancer third ca- bout of yeah, cancer. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, the third time around where they, where they said, let's do stem cells, uh, stem cell transplant again. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the first question is, is there, is there, so with lung transplant, I think the most that anyone's ever had their lungs transplanted, it's either two or three times. Right. Yeah. Is, is there like a, is there a, is there like a, 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 like a record or a limit at which they do stem cell transplant that you know of? That's a good question. I don't know if, if people have more than two, because it's kind of, kind of the thing is like, okay, your immune system didn't work. So now we're going to try someone else's. And if someone else's doesn't work, then it's kind of like SOL, like you're just 
chilling with cancer now. Is that a, so, a Gen uh, Z thing? SOL? Uh, like shit out of luck. Like, you don't know. Ah, she! Yeah, what up, dog? I feel like that's a boomer thing. Yeah, totally right. Look, guys, I'm just out of the loop on everything. I don't I don't understand. What are those called? Acronyms? I don't get them. Yeah. TikToks. Yeah. Are those uh, similes? <laughs> I don't know. TikToks. Uh, TikTok-isms. So then my, my other question was, what? how would you, how far out are you of, uh, from the last, from the last treatment? Uh, day from the transplant is 103 days okay. since the transplant. So what was stem cell transplant two like compared to one? Uh, it, that's, yeah, that's a really, really good question. I didn't know what it would be like. It was really, really different. It's been really, really different. Um, the first hospital stay was, was worse, I think, just because at that time they didn't have options for anyone coming in. Like, so this time my mom was allowed to come in last time she wasn't. So I, I couldn't eat the hospital food as you know, it's disgusting. Um, so I, I just didn't eat for a long time. I had a lot of complications that, um, were kind of touch and go. <laughs> and, uh, overall it was just like, I kind of, muscled through it, but it was not pretty. And then this time it went a lot smoother. There were still some complications. Like my heart is not great, but, um, some, some complications with that. But other than that, like pretty smooth, just really like kind of a grind because the chemo is a lot more intense. They do, Mm -hmm. uh, chemo and full body radiation to prepare you for the new cells. So the full body radiation, my only experience with radiation has been like really easy. Like it's like the easy part of treatment, so that's what I was kind of expecting. And then, and then, it, and, and that's not to say that radiation is easy. It's just I, mine was. I, I was just going to say like, it's fucking wild that you were like, that's the easy part. Cause yeah, yeah, radi- no, it's, I'm it's like, definitely radiation not. sounds. Yeah. It's awful. definitely not it's just the, yeah. the, the, the my dosage and kind of where they yeah. needed to radiate. There weren't any side effects right. for me. So that in my head was always like the, the easiest part of my treatment schedule. And then I got to this radiation and, karma kicked my ass because it was like at, like knocked me on the floor like mm-hmm. they they have to do it standing up like they radiate your whole body so i was standing up in this like chamber and they start putting these velcro straps around, around me i'm like what the fuck are these for and like oh it's so you pass out like you don't fall on the floor Whoa. i'm like oh that's encouraging and then i was like there's no sh- there's no shot i pass out here right and like I halfway through, I could feel myself starting yeah. to pass out. And I was like, they're I like, need to like, we wouldn't have the straps <laughs> if there wasn't a chance. <laughs> well, I thought like, okay, I'm younger than the average patient. Like I'm probably in a little better. I was like, I'll be fine. But like five minutes into the radiation, I was, I, they have microphones everywhere. So they're in another room. And, and so if I feel like I'm about to pass out, I can call them. And I was like, yeah, we need wow. to stop. And, and like two seconds before I was about to go go under they came out and caught me and like gave me a break but it was what it was you, really intense what did you what did you feel it, like like just like in the like in the really middle. shitty like yeah, really right. shitty like you get the sweats and chills and kind of a heat flash and things like that like just yeah. really it's like passing out's never fun so yeah. i kind of knew I, i've done it a couple of times in in chemo and so i kind of knew what was happening mm. and i thankfully i was I was about to be like, no, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll just, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to hold up the process any longer, but I finally convinced myself to let them, let them uh, give me a break. And yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it would have been a it been disaster because if, if you pass out, they have to like get you in for another full body, like checkup oh God, and echo whoa. and shit like that. So 
thankfully I didn't. And I, uh, I, I took a break and got to keep going, but yeah, I, I caught me really off guard I, uh, and I just passed out for two days. I, Whoa. so, so totally not to compare this to that because it, I know it compare it. Uh, but I'm Jer also I'm just got to. a dog. So uh, yeah, so I just got, so I just got a puppy. <laughs> kind of like when you get a dog. Yeah, it's kind of no, like when you get no. A dog. Actually, so I've been meaning to say this on the podcast on a Feel Good Friday episode, and I totally forgot. And you just reminded me, Dylan. I've been and so actually, tired Dylan from the puppy. I just like Dylan, <laughs> sounds, yeah, a lo- sounds like no, no. kind of like I totally makes me so no. fatigued. Kind of like radiation. Dylan, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> Dylan. I think you're also gonna very much appreciate this because of the context of where this is coming from. So. Uh, maybe about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I was, uh, sitting on my couch at home alone. This is pre puppy. Didn't have a puppy. I was all by myself. And actually I wasn't all by myself. I was with you, Brian, but we were, uh, we were together via the internet on, in Verdansk. We were playing Warzone <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was yeah, yeah. just yeah. you and I playing a match. We were playing duos. And uh, I was, I, yeah, we were playing Resurgence. We actually were playing Resurgence. Obviously. We were just about to go into a new game. So, so uh, you know, Lobby got selected uh, the, <laughs> for all of our, our, uh, our, our it was patrons. a platinum. It was a platinum. I can, I can platinum platinum uh, Lobby is always yeah, off to yeah, a bad yeah. start. Already. Yeah. Um, uh, for our patrons listening who don't play Warzone, you're like, you're not going to get this, but you will get it in a minute. Uh, so, so. Lobby selected. We were in like the pregame as it's like as as it's populating everybody in, and uh, I just finished eating some food. Yeah, I, I moved. I moved. My, my my floors are concrete, and I have a I have a a carpet. Um, I have a, a rug like an area rug like this one here in my condo, and my TV's right in front of me. And so we're we're about to play, and there's about a fifteen second countdown about of us about to go into the match where the helicopters flying in over the resurgence map. And I start to cough because I was eating and I had like a little bit of like hot sauce on whatever I was having. And it like got caught in my throat a bit now, t- like a normal cough in my throat because of the hot sauce. But then that cough led to like a CF based cough that was a very large cough. But what had happened was I went to cough to get the, the the hot sauce out of my throat and so i had fully exhaled <clears throat> so i'm completely out of oxygen in my lungs mm-hmm. then i can feel the like rattle of the mucus in my lungs making me need to have like a coughing fit but i didn't have enough oxygen in my lungs to breathe in to give it the cough that i needed before the, the before the fit started and so I started coughing without any oxygen in my lungs. Oh, that sounds horrible. It was That's terrifying. It was, it was really horrible. And of course, we're kind of like so when we're playing when we're when we're playing video games together, we we have headset, headsets on like these and a microphone in front of our mouth like this. And I have a mute button on my headphones. So I started the cough and I was like, I don't want to be like blasting coughs into Brian's ear. So I put myself on mute. And this is about like five seconds before the helicopters start flying over resurgence. Brian's like, what the fuck, Jeremy? Focus up. <laughs> like, Jesus dude, Christ. we got to land we, a bar. Where are we landing? <laughs> where are we landing? Where I heard me coughing. And then I put it on mute and the cough keeps going. Still can't get oxygen in. And I fully passed out. What? And oh went face first into the fucking carpet. No, you didn't. So I was. Dude, co- you didn't even tell me. I know. This. I know. So hold on. So hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So I'm coughing, and this is what happened. This is what it looked like. I had the controller, and I was coughing like this. And then I started doing this, like, 
<laughs> weird, like like full body, like finish him. Woozy. Yeah, it was like it would, dude. It was exactly like right before you finish someone in Mortal Kombat. More video oh, game references. Yeah, I love this. video games. And then and then all of a sudden, I wake up. And my face is, my glasses are fucking janked. My face is on the carpet. I have no idea where I am. I'm so fucking confused. The headphones are still in. All I hear is, <gasps> like, about to drop in. Like, <laughs> fucking, no more mucking about. I'm like, what, mucking, what the fucking mucking? What about? And and I hear Brian being like, uh, and at this point, we are, we are like, we are over top of fucking bioweps. Like, Brian's like, yo, are we jumping here? And I, 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 un- I unmute and I go, yeah, yeah, we're good, we're good. Fucking, oh I press the button and I'm still fucking unsure of what's going. I still actually don't know what's going on. Pull the chute, sit down, and then I go, holy shit, I just passed out. Brian has landed on bioweps and I'm just, I'm coasting on in the parachute. And I, and I go, I'm not going to say anything. Unmuted, fucking land, start playing. And I was like, that was one of the most fucked up, cleared, crazy things. Cleared the roof. Dude, I think we won the game. Wait, I, think we actually wow. had I can't believe I can't believe you didn't because like if if that was me and that happened, I would have been like, d- like I'm I'm a bit of like a drama queen anyway. So I would have been like, dude, why yeah. just fucking so I w- I was crazy. about to, but I, I was so I it took me a, it took me a minute, like it took me two three full minutes to like really come back to earth and then go, oh my god, wow, I just like. It's. I then realized what happened, and then I was like, I should tell Brian right now. And then I went, no, I'll save it for the podcast. <laughs> but then I fucking forgot. So anyway, I, that, I've it, been it, in those situations too, where it's like something happens, like while you're on a call with someone, or, or like at, in the hospital, and, and you go out to like the car or to my like um, to whoever's picking me up, and I get in the car, and my mom would be like, "How how'd the appointment go?" And like something like like really like fucked up like that'll happen but kind of inconsequential to everything overall and i'll just be like yeah it was fine because i just like i i don't even know how to process it right now so i'm just gonna you know pretend it never happened hi i'm jesse crookshank jesse crookshank I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. Work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Is there is there any part of you? Is there any part of you? that do you, I do when you're going through this shit do you have any room to be in awe of the fact that the that uh, that they know how to do all this shit that oh my like, god that they're like yo we gotta like you know we're gonna give you a new immune system with these new like every day we you're gonna have blood new blood like, type yeah, yeah. I, I was talking i was talking to a friend the other day i'm like if this like if you told someone this like a hundred years ago, they would think you're like clinically insane and sentence you to the death penalty because yeah. it's like what like what are you even talking about? A new immune system? Like I have no idea. That's witchcraft, brother. About. We're gonna fucking. It's literal witchcraft. Yeah, like yeah. I'm giving you new blood. Like yeah. that sounds like an actual like like blood mage art from World of Warcraft. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Like, totally. There's so <laughs> many. There's so many. Le- like at every stage, there's something that you describe. 
and it's like, oh, they did this and they're doing this because mm. of that and because of this. And like, if they need to do this, then they got to do that. And it's like, dude, the fact that they know not only that they do all the shit, but that they know all of that. I mean, like, I, I feel like sometimes we talk to so many people about going through whatever they've gone through that sometimes the like the 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 just the crazy fact that we've just discovered how to do how to treat well people is like like kind of flies by I think this yeah. is I think this is a really good segue into uh this oh, no. this streams um uh segment of medical roulette so uh, this is a this is a game that we made up uh, on our very first digital live show, where um, I've I I go through Instagram. There's this there's this one Instagram account called Medical Talks, and it is some super gnarly shit that makes you feel really uncomfortable. And the idea is that I bring it up onto the screen, and whoever's turn it is has to look at the screen. And if you look away um, after thirty seconds, you lose. But I didn't set it up that way. So we're, we're all going to look at it together. Um, uh, but, but at the end, I'll ask if anyone wanted to tap out. All right, we'll, we'll do it that oh, way. Yeah, so we, we all go around and we say, I wanted to tap out. But we're all, all going to be forced to look at this. And, uh, Can Dylan and, see it? Uh, yes, Dylan will be able to see this. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the first one, uh, because of what you just said, Tay, this wasn't the first one I had set up, but I'll do this one first. So this one, Tay, is for you. Okay. All right. So again, the Instagram account, if you want to follow it, is at Medical Talks. I highly suggest go checking it out if you have the stomach for it. I do not. However, my wife sends me posts regularly and it ruins my day. All right, here we go. Uh, the first one is titled 3D Printed Face. Okay. I feel like I've seen I like the title already. I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to read to you the caption that goes along with the post. This is Eric Moger. At 62 years old, Eric had recently gotten engaged and was satisfied with where his life was going. Little did he know life would take an unexpected turn with one trip to the doctor. While undergoing surgery to remove nasal polyps, a surgery that I have had six times in my life, might add. Six times? Yep. Have you had it since we've known each other? No. It was all when I was in my youth. Um, Back in uh, my youth. A surgery of, of nasal polyps removal. The doctors have found a tumor the size of a tennis ball in the side of his face, the left side of his face. Upon waking up, Moger would soon learn his fate. Shortly after the surgery, Moger would un undergo the second surgery that would remove his tumor and ultimately most of the left side of his face. So you can see on the left side here, that's his tongue. Yeah. That's so badass that that's yeah. his tongue and he's just oh, sticking out his face whoa. hole. Yeah, that's his yeah. tongue sticking out of his face hole. Wow. That's and so then, badass. That and then the holes that. inside there, th those are his, nas his, his nasal cavities. Wow. Those are his sinuses. <laughs> kind of cool. It's like, a, it's like you're just looking at... Do you guys ever have that it's book? Like a, when, when I was a kid in, in my elementary school library, we had this book like, like that was a, like cross-sections of boats. It's, and like, like, it's like journey cross to the center of, of castles. Yeah, this is a cross-section of a poor man's face. Um, during recovery, he experienced depression and loss of self-esteem, obviously. Uh, he would attempt multiple surgeries to fix the gaping hole, although nothing would work. He began to lose hope. That is until 3D printing technology was brought to his attention. Another surgeon would 3D print a prosthetic mask and a mouth implant wow. that would allow him to speak and eat without issue. Wow. Moger is now Whoa. happily married and cancer-free. That picture no on the right way. 
is that's a pretty 3D cool. printed fucking face. See, that's crazy because I didn't even like I thought that it was facial reconstruction. That's surgery. what I thought too, yeah. Like it doesn't look it doesn't look like it's a it looks like a very natural material. That would Sadie be fucking, said Sadie said, since Lowe isn't here, quote, that's so metal. <laughs> it is so metal. <laughs> yeah. Um it's pretty metal. It, it's it's wild because um like have have you guys do you guys know anybody with a glass eye? I do. I know a couple yeah. people with glass they, eyes. Yeah. It, doesn't it always seem like you're drinking with them and they do the party trick of like taking it out and showing you or like maybe that's like in my experience, that's when I have enough confidence to be like, can you pull that out? I've seen, really Ron, see I've seen Ron Mitchell do that. Yeah, me too. And so uh, I imagine this guy at parties like taking. I don't think that comes off. Up. I think that is. You don't think so? No, I think no, that's that pretty looks, sewed on there. Yeah. I, mean, I, I also yeah. think there's like a I bet you have to law clean of diminishing it. return with how much your of your face you can pull off at a party for it to be like yeah. a party trick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like an eye is cool, but yeah. like the half of your face that's a party, is kind of... That's a party, yeah, that's, that's that's a party nightmare. Do you guys know the... the that's comedian? a party ender. Do you guys know the comedian <laughs> who does the... Uh, like, he does graphs. He he does like really funny data points. I uh, saw that guy Dimitri, on, Dimitri on Instagram. Martin. Yes. No, it's not Dimitri Martin. Oh, Dimitri Martin also does graphs. Martin, yeah. and uh and uh i saw this guy who had um the the graph was is it number uh, of nipples the, the correlation between the amount of nipples that you have and <laughs> yeah. how much i want to see and it's yeah, like one Wait, nipple <laughs> so the correlation between this is, this is funny how I, many nipples I, you it. have yeah. <laughs> versus how much i want to see mm. and at first it's if you have one nipple i don't really want to see if you have two nipples i definitely want to see if you have three I don't really want to see, but then the graph steadily trends <laughs> upwards. Yeah, right. The more out of curiosity, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have eight nipples. Yeah. I want to see all eight. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's like the two fuck. is for attraction, the rest is for curiosity. And so <laughs> I, it's like with your face, like like the glass eye thing. Yeah, kind of. But the more of your face you, you can take off, the yeah. more curious I am to see. So, so the so the question remains: um, Did anyone want to tap out there? No, no, I didn't think that was. I thought that bad. was cool. Same, yeah, yeah. same. I, I thought that was really neat. And I was sticking his tongue out. And that was one of the photos that uh, that is like Instagram blurred. So like you gotta you gotta request to see the photo because of the the content. Uh, actually, all of these are. Okay, so the next one. Uh, this one's for Brian. Uh, or uh, I think this one was specifically for Taylor, but we'll make this one for Brian. Okay. Okay. So this one is called. What did I call this one? Uh, oh, it's called Hyperdontia. 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 Oh. No. Hyperdontia is the condition of having wow. uh, supernumerary teeth or teeth that appear in addition to regular number of teeth. 32 is the average adult. Affected patients often demonstrate teeth that are larger in size with a more complex anatomy. The additional teeth may be single or multiple unilateral or bilateral, and in one or both jaws. The most common supernumerary tooth arises in the midline of the anterior maxilla and is known as a mesiodens. There are many numbers of theories about the development of the etiology of hyperdontia, even though it's not fully explained. Hyperactivity of the dental lamina or Dick, fuck off with all these words, man. (laughs) Dictomy of the tooth bud. The molecular mechanism uh, during the early phase of tooth development can be a ground for single supernumerary teeth. Honestly, though. Eruption failure. Let me finish this. Eruption failure, rotation, or displacement of the adjacent teeth. uh, (coughs) Dilacerations, root (laughs) resorption, crowding. 
malocclusion, malocclusion uh, fistulas and cystic formation, nasal cavity eruption. Oh, oh that sounds fistula bad. Fistula is such a great word. Uh, and yeah. delayed or abnormal root development of permanent teeth or common <laughs> clinical complications linked <laughs> to supernumerary teeth. That dude, was a fucking dude. Dude, read Sadie's comment. Uh, yeah, did Sadie say something? Just, yeah. just you can smell it. Uh, we had a, oh, there's a bunch of people saying shit. We got, uh, we got. Uh, well, Randy's father-in-law has a glass eye. Um, Dude, Sadie's called. Uh, Sadie said only if they all produce, uh, only no, if they no, all produce mouth. That was next the one. nipples. Uh, ah, Sadie, nope. Uh, Sadie, both these people would give interesting blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. This, yeah, I mean that. This is a fun blowjob. This is an owie. That, like, first one's like That's no an teeth. An Second one's yeah. all teeth. This That's one an looks an nice. Yeah, there's, there's lots options, holes. lots of holes. Like if you got definitely a, options. If you got a real skinny dick, you got that hole in the right. If you got that like that short fat, you got the hole in the left. <laughs> you got that and then if you want, fat. if you want some nice stuff, you got the tongue. Oh the, my some god! Nice stuff with that tongue. This just uh, this, that's, 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 yeah, that's my that's my owie. my initial thought with this hyperdentia person was uh, they should see my uh, my orthodontist because he's that Invisalign would do wonders on that. Yeah, you need twenty Invisaligns. Yeah, this is the that's the first that's the first definitely the first line. I'm an orthodontist. This person uh, went you, to see like, an orthodontist although, and they went, have you tried Invisalign? I gotta say, what do you what do you think? Do you think chewing food would be easier or harder like this? Uh, uh, I probably gotta, easier. Uh, no, man, everything's harder with I bet you eating like too. lobster, like 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 pulling out lobster meat would be way I, easier. I, I imagine that that does not feel uh, like that I don't think they're had, I don't think they have on, the same mouth experience that we do. I think no, the, of course they don't, there's, dude. There's, I think there's there's probably regular pain and discomfort that comes with. That. Uh, yeah, I mean they they were saying that their nasal cavity. I just thinking about how embarrassed so, you'd be yeah. though when the dentist is like, tap down, bite, 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 and they're like you bite on that stick. Do you guys ever do that when you go to the dentist and they're like just bite? They're checking your bite. I don't know, man, because sure. I haven't been to the dentist in like 28 years. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you. Okay, people <laughs> think I'm weird because I haven't been to the dentist in a few years. You know what though? I hadn't I hadn't been for like. 10 years probably and then and then I started going because I was like ah it's probably worth it to pay for it. All you need to do is insurance. get a little is get a, a a little pick and just and just chip away at the shit that builds up on the back of your lower front teeth. You know, you get rid of, if you get rid of that you really don't need a dentist. <laughs> yeah, cuz like you can definitely fix cavities on your own too. Beyond that it's kind of a made up profession <laughs> and the dentist doesn't even get rid of that for you the dental hygienist Ros, does. Uh, <laughs> Rosman Rosman chimed in uh, about the the question of whether it would be easier or harder to eat food. She said harder. They mentioned uh, malocclusion which is misalignment. So yeah, I guess that would be hard. Yeah. Um, oh, and Darren, you got to go every year. Your oral health is so important. Okay, Darren. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dad. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Dad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jer confused oral health with something else. <laughs> <laughs> Jer's like, I have great oral. I have great oral. Health. That was great. That was very good. And Darren, thank you. I, I know I need to go. I know. All right, this one. This one is for. Uh, this one's for me. I do not like this one at all. Uh, it's, birth. it's pretty hardcore. Uh, this one yeah, is you have a tough actually time birth. Right? This yeah. one's for you, Tay. Cause this one, I feel like you, cause you, you have like, did you have an ingrown toenail or was it a, like a, like a crazy ingrown toenail? I, or is it I have a sec, I have a second, it's toenail a second toenail on my left big toe. Okay. I have both my big toenails removed. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Uh, whoops. Yeah. Because uh, they fall, they fall off during chemo and when they grew back in, they grew back ingrown. So I had them removed. Whoa. Crazy. Okay. Well, then this one's for you, Dylan. Oh, dude, that so they're like boring. just skin now. This is for you. Crazy. That's this crazy. is ingrown toenail infection. Ready? 
Oh, I love. I watch these videos on YouTube. I'm not gonna lie, Dylan. Dylan, <laughs> you're a pimple popper, aren't you? I watch these videos on YouTube, and the guy who uploads the videos is in Mississauga, and I got them removed at that guy's clinic, and I, I got a picture with him afterwards. No. Dylan, okay. cool. this, oh, you're a fanboy. What, yeah, to, totally fan what I'm about to show you is not what you think it is. Oh God. Okay. Oh, oh. yeah. No, that was like, oh, that looks like a diabetic. Uh, looks. Are you ready for this story? Is this it, this is fucking wild shit. This is hard to watch. That's yeah. pretty hard. This photo yeah, shows the result of an untreated infection and trauma in the foot that was initially caused by only an ingrown toenail. Unfortunately, in this case, the patient ignored the infection until it became too painful to walk. He was unable to ambulate to call for help or to feed the 15 plus dogs in his home. Dude, okay. After a week, say no, okay, more. Well, say no more. After yeah. a week, when the pets ran out of food, some of them began eating parts of the man's foot. Oh, oh that's man. not real. It Dude. is real. The patient was found eight days after he became unable to walk, and he was taken to the hospital. Luckily, the patient was found and treated, but unfortunately, became uh, because of the severity of the injury and the infection, a below the knee amputation was performed. No. No I, yeah, and his yes. dogs. His dogs now have that that sweet, sweet taste of flesh, <laughs> and uh, and so oh, no. dude, those that werewolves were released and then, and into public. Upon returning home, they ate <laughs> they him, ate him immediately. I, yeah. I, like the story now makes more sense because when you first said, "Oh yeah, it was an ingrown toe toenail that he just like." Didn't get treated, and it ended up like that. Yeah, like, it's bad. Are you it's yeah, real, That's real bad. I mean, yeah, like, I have a. I Darren have, said this one is really upsetting. I have <laughs> a high. Yeah, threshold. dude, it's super upsetting. I have a high threshold for, for like calling, like thinking that I need external help. <laughs> but like that is That's, so next level. Yeah, That's no. next level. Not calling for help. Like yeah, how? Seriously. Like you have to go through so much oh, pain. Jeremy, yeah. did you need to put it back on? <laughs> oh my god! So so wait, what gets so me is a little nub of bone. Like you can see one of the. Yeah, that's his the, what kind of what kind of second bones. toe? And what kind of dogs do you think he had? German shepherds. <laughs> I'm thinking chihuahuas. Like yeah, labradoodles for sure. Yeah, yeah, just a bunch of little like yeah, just a bunch of little shit. Yeah, something that has like a really fast jaw movement. Yeah, and yeah, and and it's a, but it's also their jaws are so slow. It's a slow process, and he's going <laughs> no, Fifi, no. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the situation. Fifi, like, no, did. cinnamon. Uh, no, was it like a big chomp or was it a bunch of little chomps yeah, and he kind of I mean, for the better of the dog he if, let them eat his food yeah or? if it was a German shepherd that foot would be gone dude. Yeah, yeah, the cool man. thing about dude, this um, this uh, like doing this exclusive video content for our Patreon supporters is that like they can watch this and get PTSD and then be guests yeah, on the show. Right. Like, yeah, right. sure. Yeah. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an extra perk. It's like a feeder. It's more of like a, it's like a guest feeder into the show. <laughs> the, the thing that, uh, the thing that's wild is that, uh, actually I don't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say something and now I, now I totally forget. All right. Uh, I guess, uh, just too much alcohol and too much, uh, nicotine, uh, is the, Jared just said the nicotine, nicotine brain. The nicotine brain stop. Is that, is that, was that the last one? No, there's one more. Oh no! <laughs> now this one is bad, but it's also one of hands down one of the fucking wildest things you will ever see in your entire life. Period. Okay. Well, I mean, you better, you're hyping it you up. Be, now. You better come with the goods. Yeah. Oh, I'm hyping yeah. it up. You okay. know what? I'm gonna read this before I show it. Okay. okay. This is called craniofacial fibrous dysplasia. Mm, yeah, this doesn't sound good. Cranial, fa uh, craniofacial fibrous dysplasia 
is a bone disease of the face and skull that replaces normal bone with fibrous type tissue. So this is kind of the opposite of that young girl that we talked about yeah. on Feel Good Friday a few weeks ago. <clears throat> the Game of Thrones girl. Where the girl was turning oh, into stone into bone, because her yeah. muscle yeah. and tissue was turning into bone. Okay. So this is turning bone into uh, fibrous type tissue. And it's happening in the head. Okay, so the tissue is not as hard as normal bone. I'm like picturing what this will look like as you describe I guarantee it. you, you'll never be able <laughs> to fucking not, imagine yeah. what this looks like. Did you guys ever watch One Piece growing up? No, it's like, One Piece. This, this is like, uh, it's just like pirate and his whole. No, this is like this is like Boomer. This is really this is old. His like <laughs> body's made of rubber and he can like stretch everywhere and do some crazy shit. <laughs> I did not know. This that. is basically a superpower is what I'm saying. That's called okay. the Inspector ja- Gadget, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, that's some legit. Uh, the tissue is not as hard as normal bone, and because it is soft and stringy, Jeez. and as these areas of fibrous tissue grow and expand over time. It makes the bone more fragile, pr- prone to break, and eventually become deformed. Cranial facial fibrous dysplasia may cause shifting of facial features and facial asymmetry, such as incorrect placement of the eyes, misalignment of the jaw, and other problems. It may appear in childhood, usually between the ages of 3 and 15. Boys are more often affected. I believe the, woman, the, the image we're about to see is a woman. Surgical treatment is usually required. Whoa, you believe? I do believe so, yeah. Most cases of cranial facial fibrous dysplasia manifest as swellings that cause facial deformity and surgical recontouring after cessation of growth seems to provide best results. Are you ready for this? I have a tough time with uh, this stuff. I oh. This one is really fucking gnarly, but it is it is as gnarly as it is. It is quite fascinating. Um, uh, buckle up. Uh, this there's three photos that go with it. Um, uh, three angles of the <laughs> face. Sadie's comment. I bet this person gives really interesting. <laughs> <blood jobs. laughs> wow! Oh my God! Hey, that looks like a bad Photoshop job. It really does. Whoa! Now that's wow. just that's wow. one side. Whoa. That's crazy. Whoa. Oh my God! Oh the eye! The oh eye! Holy shit! Oh whoa! Wow! Oh, oh my God! Oh. There's something alien about it. She's crying. Do, do you guys like what get that when you see like eyes like watery eyes that you get that watery eyes? Yeah. Oh God, dude. Yeah, that's tough. Is that not? Does that not seem like? Does that not seem? It seems like something out of like a Lovecraftian sort of like cosmic yeah. body horror. It, yeah. It's so fascinating. I mean, it's how so do you fun. do? Oh, man, this how poor you, guy. How do you do anything? You know, like how do you eat? How do you drink? How like? I don't think you breathe. can do much. I don't think you can do much at this point. This is like this has gone kind of beyond beyond. <sighs> so it's yeah. not like something that you're born with. It's like it's like would that it grows into that. It uh it, it, it I don't I that's a good question. I don't know. I I no yeah yes sorry it does it develops yes yeah like, yeah yeah it, it progresses to that. Oh man, that's super. Wow, that's that was that was one of the fucking hardest. Uh, that doesn't make me want to look away. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't. It, you can't not look away. You can't not look away. You, sorry, you can't look away. Can look away. You can look away. You can't. You can't not Trump. look away because you're fascinated. By right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't not look away. Yeah. It's impossible for you to not look away. It's impossible for you. To, so it's impossible engaged. for you you're to look away. Hyper engaged. So you can. Look, you can. You you're can't look away. Super engaged. 
<laughs> you can't not look away because if you looked away, Jeremy's engaging all his brain away. cells right now. At <laughs> least <laughs> well, time for another fucking hit of nicotine. Uh, did any, so no one wanted to look away on that one, but everyone wanted to look away on the toe one. Yeah, the Every, one. Did anyone want to look? Away I didn't on the need to look like, away on the toe one. Initially, like my initial reaction is like a. Yeah, like I want, yeah. I want to look away at the teeth one, guys. But then I after feel I the same. For a second, I like, feel the same nerd. about these as I do about the beep test. Like I'm just, like I'll put you, <laughs> I'll put you to sleep before I stop. Before I stop. Oh my God, <laughs> you're one of those guys, eh, who like flexed with the beep test. Oh, dude, I flexed hard yeah. on the beep. Dude, test. as a late bloomer, fuck do you, you. Do you see? Do you see what I'm? Do you see what I'm wearing right now? Do you see how aerodynamic yeah, yeah, yeah. I am you're right now? I'm built for speed right now. It's really. I was out on really like level three. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck this. Um, uh, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to? I've won. I've won like Feel Good Friday esque um, uh, medical story that that made the rounds a couple of weeks ago i meant to i meant to slot it into an earlier feel good friday but uh, other more pertinent things kind of came up uh this is fucking crazy so we've talked i think we've talked about it on the show before in the past maybe we have maybe we haven't but uh the the idea of like breaking your penis oh yes. yeah yes so so a broken penis um not something that anyone would want to experience i i think it would be safe to say uh I bet there's a community out there. Uh, actually, there is. And, sure. and, because, and you know, the internet. Yeah, there, there <laughs> is. And I actually just heard there's this. There's a porn another, for that. I actually just heard this on another podcast. Isn't it crazy that you can't. Dudes in India do it. Ma- you, you can't. You now can't say that there is. I like Never. people wouldn't be into this you because know, yeah, they will. They can be. The world is a big place, and there <laughs> definitely is a community. There is a community for <laughs> it, and they're pretty tight knit. <laughs> <laughs> you can say that their fascination for that particular thing brings them very close together. <laughs> very close together. Yeah. So this is uh, this is a uh, this kind of made medical history. This penis breaking incident. Um. Man breaks penis during sex makes medical history by missing target. Well, well. Oh, this man oh. discovered the most painful way to take a break from sex. Come on, New oh, Yorker. Oh, uh, uh, wait, the New York <laughs> no, Post. New York Post. You, you yeah, I was like, that doesn't sound like a New Yorker. Yeah, you know it. Say. Uh, but the, but this was actually covered. This was covered on uh, Stephen Colbert. The, like this was this made the rounds. It really did. Yeah, Ray Uders. Uh, Imagine not Ray, only your Ray penis Ray breaking, Ray but then Ray it being Ray on Ray news Ray. on like international. Yeah, news. well. Uh, this blow, blow. this frisky UK fellow reportedly made a medical and sexual history after accidentally snapping his penis lengthwise during a disastrous section in the sack. So like he, he split it like a like, he a, had like a, a plank like a like a like a slice of wood. He had a vertical fracture, not a horizontal cr- fracture. How does one accomplish that? We present the first documented fat. case of a vertical penis fracture. Did he have a, a short fat, fracture. though, or did he have like a... It, that I don't <laughs> I know, true. but I do have some photos here, and it, it's, it's, it does look like it might be that yeah. kind of dick. It's got to be a short fat to, um, break, to break lengthwise, right? Uh, yeah. Sustained by a 40-year-old man during sexual intercourse. Uh, this is coming from a, a groundbreaking breaking case in the British Medical Journal. Medics report that the anonymous romper's penis buckled against his partner's perineum. Uh, the <laughs> no, region between the anus it. and the genitals, right? So, Dude, I've done that, and I've had that moment. It's ouchy. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very scary moment. Yeah. Uh, due, the, due to what they can only surmise as was an ill-timed thrust. Specifically, <laughs> he suffered a broken penis, which occurs when, when one ruptures the rubbery, rubbery sheath of tissue below the skin, 
that allows the penis to in- increase in width and length Whoa. to produce a firm erection. As the, as the injury generally happens, when the member is at, a f- at full mast, it often feels like a broken bone, so to speak, to the injured party. There's so many funny dick I, words. I, 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 I can imagine like that happens. Member full like, mask. So, so you know, like if you have like a stick and you like if you shoved it directly into a wall, and instead of like instead of snapping one way or the other, it just sort of like splits out like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's what I'm imagining happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the I oh, wish I could. Like, I wish I could screen share from here. Sick. Like if we had yeah. Lauren, she'd be able to do it. But it's it's like the scene you sent me a uh, you sent me a picture the other day, and it was from uh, a Tropic Thunder, and it was his it was his two hands blown away. Oh yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. like they're like the the like the the injury looks like the like uh, like sausage spider. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like that. Yeah. Um, okay. uh, per the study, up to eighty eight point five percent of penile fractures occur during intercourse with a 20-year retrospective study concluding doggy style and man on top as the two main sexual positions that endanger penises. Now, that surprises me greatly. That surprises me that 13% are non-sexual. Doggy style and man on top. Not not woman on top. That's the time that I've experienced a very scary, like, whoa, we almost had a a full break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a woman on top. Like like cowgirl or whatever, yeah. and like it like too going a that little feels too high. more dangerous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this yeah. is yeah. this is saying doggy style. Who the fuck is fucking doggy style so <laughs> dude, aggressively? That, dude, that's the thing. It's like, dude, this guy fucks. This guy fucks. He fucks. Yeah. yeah. It, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's fucking. I think that's or is it a complete lack of understanding? Probably. A, Probably a man. I don't know. Is yeah, it like it's, hard to, it's, it's impossible to say? I'm sure Sadie totally said something here. Let me just see if Sadie <laughs> said something here. Have you guys seen that TikTok where it's like the ho- like there's said, like an industrial was- hose breaking and like it starts flooding out and it's the kid who's like me and your mom, your mom, me and your mom Sadie, when I'm uh, me and your mom. Sadie said he was definitely trying to put it in her butt. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean maybe. So, Dude, so can you imagine how hard like. That's a hard pump. That's a hard, That's a hard pump. pump. You are like yeah. it's like You're committed. So, That's so a the, hard unannounced anal pump. Uh, Dennis Rodman tells the story of how he broke his penis, and the story goes that he was trying to do like sexual acrobatics, where the woman was on the bed, legs open, and he was running across the room and trying to jump, dive, dick in, yeah. and yeah, and and that's how he broke his dick. It's a little too uh, ambitious. That makes sense. That, makes sense. that is the most coming. absurd. <laughs> that is the most absurd thing I've I would ever like heard. to see. Hey. I would like to see a somersault from the end of the bed where you somersault and then just go. Whoop, yeah. right in. So, uh, however, this new patient's case was particularly unusual as he experienced only minor swelling and not the popping sound, uh, rolling of the skin, and other symptoms normally associated with. Rolling of the skin. Rolling of the skin. Brutal. His erection also faded gradually, unlike most sufferers whose phalluses go flaccid immediately after the snap. Oh, whoa. I feel like that must come along with some discomfort. An immediate. Indeed, subsequent MRI scans uh, showed that the man's penis had a three centimeter long, so about an inch, vertical tear rather than the more common horizontal variety. Uh, along the right side of his shaft. Wait, so hold on, what are okay. we looking at here? So we're looking at an MRI. I think looking up to down, so we can see like 
you can kind of see his like pelvic floor and his anus on the bottom there. We're looking, the, we're like, we're laying underneath his legs. Uh, wow. And he's standing. Yeah. yeah. Very, this feels yeah. very intimate. Yeah. yeah. And so his, his dick is flopping over to the side. We're about to engage in scat play. And I guess where it's pointing to that white, that white kind of fibrous looking part yeah. is the, is the vertical fracture. That is about a, that's about an inch in. It's about an inch. Yeah. Um, despite the unconventional nature of the fracture, surgeons were forced to treat the patient's mangled manhood with t- within 24 hours to prevent mangled. complications. Such mangled as manhood. They didn't have to yeah. say that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, don't have to go that, that far. Uh, such as permanent erectile dysfunction. So he could he could add permanent ED. Um, wow. But thankfully, the ere- uh, the erective surgery. <laughs> they didn't uh, say that. They did. They didn't say they did. Went, out, went off without a hitch. New York the man, the man fully recovered and was able to have a hanky panky, hopefully with better aim, a mere six months <laughs> after his fatal fling. Not only that, Jeez. but he was able to achieve erections of the same quality to those prior to the injury, denying any penile uh, curvature or significant palpable scarring. However, more research is needed before scientists can, can confidently determine whether vertical penis fractures alter either the presentation or long-term outcomes following operative repair. This is another shot, and I have no idea what we're looking at here. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine. And this is a uh, an MRI of the man's ear, which, uh, yeah. which <laughs> was uh, which was completely unrelated to the to the injury, but um, they had they had but interesting they, they had nonetheless. Ten more minutes uh, in the MRI show, machine. So. We're showcasing here because we had to fucking yell at him and tell him. To not miss next time. Yeah. Stop so, thrusting so hard, bro. Sadie, Sadie said, literally tried to dive into the pussy, and Darren said, new Olympic sport? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. man, they're adding everything. That should be they are adding everything. I, so. I mean, skateboarding is a thing. It might as well be uh, deep dive you, pussy. You guys, hey, don't talk skateboarding. You guys cannot hey, I'm just saying deny. it's a sport. Now. You guys cannot deny that you would watch, you would be super into watching um, acrobatic porn. Like if it was like there was a whole genre of porn that was oh, dude, if, like if, circus if porn. If Cirque du Soleil porn exists, I, I would definitely watch well, that. For I mean, sure, yeah. You know, like the like uh, the Olympics isn't the number one website in the world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Por- right. Pornhub yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna look up circus porn. <laughs> Let's see what comes. Oh, that's up crazy. Here. Imagine going for follow-ups. Then doctor's like, "So, how is your, you know, dick doing lately? Like, how <laughs> the erection's been? It's like, you know, great. Not like fully erect. It's you've awesome. got to be. You'd be so timid for a while. Like, yeah. Even once you're, because yeah, with sure. every injury that you ever have, there's like a period where it's better, but you, but you don't feel like it's better. So you're like really cautious with it. Dude, a number of times I've like to- like had micro tears in my frenulum. Circus porn. Yeah, it's obviously a thing. Wait, We've just had this discussion that there's just a circus background. Yeah, yeah she's at the circus. <laughs> she's just at she's just at the circus. She's at the circus. So you can see here. There's like a cotton candy. Oh, that's a circus. There's a cotton out. candy machine <laughs> blowing <laughs> liquid cotton candy. I really what we're going for. Uh, the uh, but yeah, I forget what I was saying. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say I I've torn my. Uh, I've torn my frenulum. Uh, uh, not, you tore your frenulum? Not, not fully through, yeah. like micro tears in it. You did yeah, both yeah. did? No, no, I, I he did. You, you knew this. I knew Dennis, Dennis did. Dennis, I knew Dennis, Dennis did. Oh, yeah, oh. I, I, didn't tear, I didn't tear it, like open it up and it was bleeding. Like uh, oh. I've had like micro tears in it where like after, like I've had touch, my, I've had a little micro like, tears. To touch, it's like, like a sharp, like oh. fucking like Ouchy. almost like. Yeah. Almost like sirens are going off yeah. in your head. It's so fucking oh, I haven't had that scary. Bad. And like, it's not like you can't even really see anything like it. 
you can see very, very, very. Looks small, like a little but, paper cut. But hey, then, Dylan. But then, the, like, does that, your uh, does your dick work still with the does does stem cell transplants? Yeah, nice, sweet, yeah. nice. Big thumbs up. But nice. with the um, the micro tears, like at, like going back to having sex, like after like taking a few days and waiting to see if it, it if it heals, like you're so timid. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. just like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah, fucking tear that. Yeah, yeah. And you want to make sure everything's yeah. everything's lubricated very yeah. well. Trying to find uh, some more circus porn here. Oh, <laughs> it's like, a, it, like, have you ever twinged your back deadlifting? Like, I, yeah. I, I had a really board. bad one once, and I didn't. I don't think I touched it for probably like two months. Yeah, yeah. your back is so oh, sensitive. You, you oh took my your god! Back, you well, it's just back. scary. It's just scary because you know it could happen. Mm-hmm. Here's some great circus porn here. This is this is quite acrobatic. I gotta say, that's pretty impressive. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty acrobatic, I don't Dylan. Think, I, I don't even think you put the words. I, fuck, I like. I want to show you what I'm looking at here, uh, um, but okay. uh, we can't. I can't do that. Um, and can't nor that. would you want to see this. No, this is just vile, vile. You don't want to do that. Everybody has Google. Yeah. Um, everybody has that at their fingertips. Uh, yeah. Google circus porn. Go to X videos and then put on that one where there's uh, way too many dicks. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. We uh this has been, uh, Dylan, this has been a real fucking treat to just yeah, uh, man, this has been awesome. get some time to hang out with you and shoot the shit and, uh, and to see that you, I mean, you look like you're doing well. Are you doing mm-hmm. well? How are you feeling? Like, how's, how are you feeling good? I was, you know, tough, a little rough, rough patch after like just getting back on my feet, but starting to do it now. And, uh, I lost some weight. So I'm like back to normal weight, which is nice. Nice. So yeah, doing good. You look great. No We're so glad that you had time to sit down and, and shoot the shit with us today. Um, this is, uh, it's always a pleasure. We're so glad we became friends and, uh, you know, it, it's all virtual, but uh, until the day that we get to actually hang out in person, then uh, we can make it official. We need some and, more war oh, zone. Yeah. We need some more war zone time. We do. I, I've been like, I've been we pretty, do need some war zone time. I've been lax on war zone the last, the last few weeks because uh, we, I've been going through some shit, but um but that is that is like wrapping up, and now and now I need some more wars mm. on time. So you haven't missed much. I get like two hacker lobbies a night, so <laughs> right, pretty right. frustrating. I can't wait. To we, we've been getting lots of platinum lobbies lately because Dennis has returned home, mm-hmm. and uh, Dennis Dennis brings with him. Great. Let's save this for after the recording. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dylan, thanks, buddy. We love you, thanks, guys. Uh, love patrons. You, thank you. We love all of you, um, and uh, as always. Uh, really love doing these these like live streams uh, once a month. Uh, looking forward to the next one. If you have suggestions for guests, um, send us send it our way. Like we're down to do this with anybody and everybody. Um, uh, you know, it's especially if it's something that would really really make you guys feel good. So, um, you know, we were super glad to do it with Dylan tonight, and looking forward to see to seeing who we can uh, bring to the table in the future. We love you all so much. We hope you have a good night wherever you are, uh, or a good day or a uh, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you're from, take care. We love you. And, uh, we will see you on the other side. We'll see you when we see you.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.